Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You are tuned into Real Talk with the Six Man. And uh, of course, I'm your host, the Six Man. Of course, y'all already know that. But um, I, I want I want to talk about something that we don't really talk about a lot. And I know we got this shut down and I know we got the R. Kelly shit. We got all this other stuff going on, right? But I like to stick to what's really going on that, that really makes sense, that matters, that people tend to shy to not talk about. And that's marriage and specifically divorce because I feel like the divorce rate in this area is extremely high and I'm part of that statistic. You know, I'm I'm not shy to say that I'm that I'm not, but I'm a part of that statistic. But I'm trying to figure out how how is it that we 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 in love, we get married, and we want to be together, but then we don't take the necessary steps to, you know, make the marriage long, you know, long term. While we still bickering, arguing, fighting about little stuff. You didn't do this. You didn't take the trash out. Oh, you ain't wash the dishes. You ain't do this. Ain't nobody having no sex. One person upstairs, the other person downstairs. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, I got some help tonight. We got a, we got a licensed attorney who is gonna help us break down some stuff. And I'ma include myself in this conversation as well tonight. You know, I'ma include myself. So I want y'all to sit back, relax, and, and and let's get into this divorce situation. So I'm glad y'all made it back tonight, man, because this this is this is gonna get serious. I mean, it's gonna get a little heavy. I know we got some adults out there who, you know, tend to shy away from certain things, but that's I'm not one of those type of adults. I'm one of them type of adults where I wanna talk about, you know, everything that it is, you know, out there versus all of this this nonsense. So, um, like I said, I got a licensed attorney. Um, I believe she's a licensed attorney in the state of Maryland. Yeah. And she's also somebody who um, I confided in in my own divorce. So she has experience in terms of me going through my situation. And then I know she may want to share some light on her own situation as well. But um, welcome you to the show. I just want to figure out, like, why why is it that, you know, we 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 get married. Right. And we don't we don't take the necessary steps to continue to keep ourselves married. But then when we get to the divorce part. It's not like, you know, you can be civil. Like, all of the guns come out, all of the the shady stuff come out, all of the stuff that she done been looking in your phone, <laughs> she done kept it, you know? Yeah, we get petty. I mean, it gets, it gets petty. It's a petty situation. I think people throw out the D word because you can now. You know, it's 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 common now, so it's it's something easy. Like, oh, okay, you want to act right? Well, I ain't got to stay. I ain't got to be here. Right. So you, I mean, it it just comes out your mouth so easily. Right. Half the time, you probably don't really mean it. Oh yeah. Because and we saw that. Right. Look yeah. how long it takes for people to actually go through with divorce. People are separated longer than they're married sometimes. Yeah. Because. They don't really want to go through the divorce for several different reasons. I mean, there's financial reasons, there's emotional reasons, there's, I mean, there's just so many other reasons that people don't want to follow through. Right. I think it's easy to throw out there, but hard to follow through with. Right. 
I don't know why. And I have to say, I do a lot of divorces for, for the husbands. Um, I represent a lot of husbands and I'm at ladies. I'm sorry, but we can be extremely petty. I have seen it. Wow. <laughs> I, I've seen it over and over again. And and don't get me wrong, because dudes can be petty too. Absolutely. Um, but I just I think that it really boils down to emotions. Like you don't want to be with him, but you don't want nobody else to be with him either. So right. when you realize that he's really moving on, yeah. and he's he, now he really wants a divorce too, because at first it was just you. You know, it's yeah. just as a female, you're just like you're just talking. Like I mean, you. I mean, you, you. I mean, you sent the sheriffs to my house. <laughs> yeah. So you you and you signed the paperwork, so apparently you wanted it. Yeah. So then it's like we go through the process, and then we just it, it takes so long. I mean, we both here. Let's get it over with. Why well, we got to keep continuing it? Oh, now I want this. Oh, now I want that. What? what you First mean? of all, you supposed to come back. You didn't realize that you were supposed to come back, beg, plead, mm. say I'm sorry. Mm. Because you don't really oh, wow. want the divorce, so you're supposed to come back and do all that. That's a, it's a scare tactic. See, so my thing is, you know, and I and I know I'm not speaking for myself. So I know for me personally, you know, um, when people ask me, you know, did you fight for your marriage? I, I laugh, I giggle because I feel like at the end of the day, I don't I don't give an opportunity to tell everybody, you know, what I've been through and you know all of that because I don't like. Um, I mean, I, it, it's somebody else involved, so I don't want to bring out like all of the details. So they happen to see, right. you know, my ex, they looking at her funny because I mean, we, we eventually, we, we both mutually felt like, you know, guess what? This, this is something we got to do right. after, after the fact, you know, after all of the, the pettiness, after all of the back and forth, you think back in your mind, you lay down one night and you, that tear come out your eye. you be like, you know what? I really need to do this right. because this is, it's gone too far. I can't sleep. She can't sleep. I'm getting texts. Fuck you exactly. at three in the morning. Why am I getting a fuck you text at three in the morning? You miserable. Y'all are miserable together. You feel me? So, <laughs> Y'all are miserable so together. So I felt like, you know, when people ask me, did I fight? I mean, we talking about, you know, counseling more than once, uh, f- uh, 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 spiritual counseling at the church, um, you know, counseling with friends and family. I mean, we we did all that. And, 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 and to me, you know, the final straw for me was, you know, calling the police and, you know, kind of telling them that I put my hands on you right. in a way where, you know, you were frightened, you know, you were scared of me. And I mean, not once. Right. Not right. twice. Three times. That affects, I don't think people realize how that affects careers. I mean, there are people out here who have security clearances that if they care. have protection, you know, if you get an order of protection against somebody with a security clearance, they could lose their job. They have to report, depending on the clearance, they might have to report that. If oh, absolutely. You know, if it's a high enough clearance. But I do want to come back to commend you on the fact that you took some steps to both of y'all to do counseling, whether yeah. it worked or not, whatever your yeah. thoughts on it is. There are a lot of people, especially in our community, that don't believe in counseling. Too much so, pride. Absolutely. And I think it's just a stigma like, oh, black people don't do counseling. We, we don't do that. So I just think I have to commend you. I have to commend her no matter how it ended that you even took the step to do that. Because a lot yeah. of people, that that's one of the things I was going to talk about is a lot of people don't want to do counseling. Yeah. A lot of people don't want help. They don't want to seek, not just, and you did several different venues of counseling. Whew. So, you know, people don't want to tell their church because <laughs> they don't want people at church looking at them crazy. You know that's what I'm true. saying? Or you don't want to, um, you know, you don't want somebody judging you. Or, I mean, because we both were involved in our church. Right, so, you right. Know, but, you know. It wasn't difficult for me because I was at the point, you know, I was at the point at each session in each moment i was like you know either this is gonna work either these people can help us or they can't 
And I remember one session we had at church specifically, you know, the minister, you know, was kind of, you know, um, asking some questions and um, he um, asked something about leadership. Mm -hmm. He was like, Kevin, give me an idea of what you do when you get home. I said, what I do when I get home? And I, I mean, even when I was explaining it, I didn't understand what he was doing. Sure. But what he was doing was showing the type of leadership that I bring at home that she might not be paying attention to. Sure. So he was like, just give me a typical day when you get home, what do you do? I said, well, he said, don't leave out the smallest detail. Tell me every little thing you do. I said, every little thing? He was like, yeah. I said, well, I come home, I unlock the door. He said, yeah, give me all that. I said, I unlock the door. Um, I said, first thing I do is I check on the dogs to make sure they're okay. I let them out, let them do their thing. Then I feed them. Then I take my boots off, put them in my spot because I know they dirty. So I put them in my spot. I go upstairs. I take my clothes off, take a shower, put my clothes, you know, put them in, a, you know, where they need to go, you know, call her, see if she's going to be home later, whatever, get dinner going, straighten up the house if it need to be straightened up. So by the time she get home, ain't really too much she need to do, but just chill because I know I'm home before her. I mean, now vice versa, it's going to be days that she's going to be home before me. So she may have to do the same thing. But if I'm home, I'm, you know, that's the stuff that I'm going to do. And so he was like, but when she get home, tell me some of the things she do. I said, well, when she get home, she on the phone, she put her bags down, you know, she take her shoes off, her jacket is on the couch. I mean, she might get, you know, comfortable because you know how y'all get with the bra thing. Yeah. So she popped the bra off, the bra be in the chair somewhere. It's got to come off. You know, it, so it's clothes, you know, not not everywhere, but I mean, it versus, I mean, I know this is our house, but it versus, you know, right. you know, your bag at the door, your shoes right there, your bra right here, your coat. I mean, why can't everything... Go where it need to go. And so his thing was, he was trying to get her to kind of see, you know, you say there's no leadership in the house, but clearly it is. Right. Because he's giving it to you every day he comes home. But she wasn't looking at exactly. the Exactly. She had an expectation of what you should have done as a man. Exactly. And she felt like you weren't living up to that expectation. And we, we as females have expectations. I don't think we always talk about them. I don't think we put them out there. And sometimes I don't think we address that maybe they're un, they're not realistic mm. i think that sometimes look i tell my father all the time you mess me up like i was <laughs> mad at my when i tell you i was i'm a daddy's girl to the t like daddy's girl okay um i was mad at him for wow. a while because i felt like how dare you be so good to me and then i get married and, and this dude this, ain't yeah, acting he, the same way yeah. like i felt like my expectations were way too high because of how I was raised. But is that a bad thing that your expectations were too high? It shouldn't be, right? It right. shouldn't be. Right, right. But then I feel bad because I feel like I'm projecting that onto him. And, and, and maybe he, he wasn't raised the same way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then did I really explain to him that that was my expectation? Did I really say, like, your, so your ex-wife is like my husband. I come home. He gets home before me, though. But when I come home, I'm picking his stuff up. Because I don't like your stuff all over the yeah. house. Like, shoes go I, here. I didn't realize I had here. OCD. <laughs> I have a bit of it, too. I, didn't so understand, I, I, didn't, I, understand. I did not realize I had that. And I'm not going to say it's her fault. Because I'm not no, going to say she no. was, you know, messy all the time. But, I mean, I know you get them days when you're at work and you come home. That's right. your spot. You right. know, you, you, you take right. your shoes off. I mean, and I do the same thing. But I just feel like. I wanted to be clean though, because right. you just never know when a family member gonna come over, when somebody gonna pop up. Hey, I'm around the corner, y'all good? Yeah, I'm about to come through. I got a bottle. Exactly. All right, back. But you just want the house to be decent. clean, right? Decent. So That's all that, I that was. But I, I I realized that I had OCD because my mother even gave it to me one day where she was um she said she had came over maybe once or twice and she said I realized that every time I came over there to do something with her. 
I would ask her where you were, and I could just hear you upstairs vacuuming, cleaning up. And she was like, but I know where you got that from. You got that from me. I said, yeah. I said, she said, but she don't clean up. I said, yeah, she do. I said, but I think for me, it's normal for me. It ain't no... Like, it ain't no gripe for me to get up and be like, man, let me clean. You know, right. it, it's, so it's just something that I wanted to do. But I think getting back to what he was saying was, you know, he, she, because she was saying it wasn't no leadership. Sure. That's the third. We always But he that. was saying that little bit that I gave, you know, him, that was a part of the leadership. And, I mean, of course, you know, she wasn't trying to hear because that sure. wasn't. It was too small. That for wasn't her. about, that wasn't the type of leadership she was thinking about. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so she's the breadwinner. I'm not. But at the end of the day, I tell anybody, I'm a grinder. If you know me, I'm a grinder. So if if I went to work and I get home at like, you know, five, I might go to sleep, text her. Hey, look, I got, I'm got i doing a little security gig tonight. I'll be leaving about 10. I ain't no problem. Right. So even though you the breadwinner, don't act like I don't go do security and bring that two $300 home and give it to you or put it in our bank right. account so we can have it. So it ain't like I'm just sitting in our, I mean, mounting TVs. Moving furniture. I mean, if anybody know me, they know how I get down. I can't. Well, let's be clear. She knew you were getting down like that because she yeah. tried to get you for it. She did. <laughs> so, she did. I mean, let's be clear. She did. She knew. Oh, he knew other stuff. Exactly. I uh, mean, man, can you can you can you <laughs> show it. us? Prove it. No, but that's fine. Okay. So she she knew you were hustling. I think the women sometimes, especially nowadays. Um, I look. I I make good money. I I I enjoy making it. My husband makes good money. Um. But sometimes I do think that um, that's a big issue for some women when they make more money. Because then I feel like if you don't, if for some reason she feels like you didn't assert some authority somewhere and she knows that she's she's making more and she's she's talking a little crazy and you're not correcting her right then and there. I feel like that just that builds up. So if it started with a little something like even if it was. Something that you wouldn't even think is that serious. Like, yeah. she running her mouth, but you know what? I'm not dealing with her tonight. Yeah. I'm going to let that slide tonight. And I, I, She's looking at that like, I got to oh, talk okay. to her about that. Okay. Because, because <laughs> so, and, and so when we talk about the counseling part, um, it, it kind of got to that because, I mean, we was we were, we were having some sessions together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they got so heated that one time she brought a baby. And I got upset. I got upset, mm-hmm. and I'm already known to be a loud person, and so when I was explaining to um, the counselor what I was feeling, the emotion came out on top of the, mm-hmm. you know, my voice, and so even when I was little, I remember my godmother told me one time, she was like, you gonna have, you gonna have issues with people that don't know you, I was like, what right. you mean? She was like, because people gonna think that you're upset. And you're not. You're just emotional. Sure. To the point where you just want to get your point across, but it's gonna come across like right. you're and angry. I don't. If you can't, if you've never seen Kevin, he's not a small dude. So on top of that, you got you know you're, and, and, you know you you're bulky. So you got you got your muscles, and then you got your voice. So that I mean, it creates it creates an illusion. And I will say, even in working with you, I saw, I didn't see you upset, but I saw that come out. I saw the emotion come out. And I think we had a couple conversations. I was like, just be calm when we walk in this courtroom. Like, be calm. You good. I I will handle everything. Let her talk crazy. Let me talk crazy. You don't talk crazy. But and I think, but I I honestly think by that point, I was kind of 
getting to the point where I was good. Like I was getting to the right. point where this is the process. It's really happening. There's no need for me to be really be upset no more because it's it's it what it is. We we you know we are and of course you got the the back and forth from the families. Then we had the situation with the baby and all that. So you know that's neither here or there. But I guess my thing is, you know the when you say the expectation, it's like. We don't talk about those expectations. We don't. Like, we really don't. Like, we get married, it's happy-go-lucky. And so, um, it, it was sad because, um, not a bet, not a bet, not a bet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but it was like a thing going around, like, you know, I give them a year. Wow. Right? Wow. And in my mind, it was like, you know, people in my ear, Slim, you sure you want to do this? Wow. You feel me? And then it's like, one time, <clears throat> to even take it spiritual, one time... Um, I was asleep and um, I'm, I'm not all spiritual and all that, but I was asleep and I woke up and as I was waking up, I heard something in my ear and said, don't do that. Mm, and you still did it. I was like, don't do what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember as I was going through, you know, the divorce process and like I say, you know, the counseling thing was for both of us of and course. we, and we did go together on multiple occasions. Right. I mean, I'm not even going well about that. College park. Um, in and again in College Park, um, you're not at alone. the church. I've you been know to what counseling. I mean? And so, <laughs> I'm, I'm an but 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 spiritually, counseling. when I went and talked to the minister, you know, I told him, I said, "Well, can I tell you something? You know, I I want to tell you this, but I don't want to be, you know, I just want to I want to get this off my chest right. so I can tell you, you know, what what that meant." So I told him, I said, "I heard something tell me don't do it," and he got he stood up. Out of his, he walked around the room. He wow. looked at me. He said, "You heard what?" I said, "I was, I was asleep. I was waking up, and all I heard in my ear was, don't do it.' It wasn't loud. It wasn't like forceful. Right. It was just like, don't do it. And I, I did it anyway. But I, my, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> my example mm-hmm. of why was my father." Um, had just got diagnosed. Um, he had cancer, mm-hmm. and we found out that he had some other stuff on top of cancer. Wow, you know, going on, and they gave him, you know, months or days to oh, live. Wow, okay. So I remember he was in, um, he was in hospice, and you know, my brother and I, we were, you know, visiting him all the time. Um, until one day I went and um, I asked him. I said, "Man, look, I'm thinking about getting married." Um, if I get married, you know, do you do you think you'll come? And I mean, without him thinking about it, without him understanding how sick he was, sure. he turned and looked at me and was like, you know, because he couldn't talk at the time. He had this like raspy voice and he just turned and looked at me. He was like, I'll be there. Mm. And so in my mind, it did something to me. Right. Because I'm like, here it is, you know, um, I'll be the first one of his sons wow. to get married, that he'll see it. That's a lot of pressure. You know, before he before he go. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one of the things that they asked, you know, ha, ha, have you all had marital counseling yeah. before? I was like, no. So, of course, they looked at me side-eyed. Like, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't do counseling? No, we didn't. So, when I tell people that, you know, now I understand that it wasn't a logical decision. It was more of an emotional decision. Absolutely. Because my pops was like, yeah, I will be there. He came. He showed up. He was dead. Um, and I was, I want to say... Um, we got married. I think we got married in August. No, we got married in July. My father died in August. Wow. 
and and, I, and it didn't and it didn't hit me that he was gone until maybe like a couple months after that where I was in the house I was drinking I couldn't get off the couch she was mad at me I want you to come in here and get in the bed and I couldn't because I couldn't get up right because it just like I was I was I was I was strong for my brother my sister never grieved you know what I'm saying yeah. I was doing the the the, the all of the stuff mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there I got all work one day I'm drinking and I, I just got stuck I couldn't get off the couch and so um the decision to get married I mean I I loved her Course. But the decision to get married wasn't literally like, oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to counseling, we're gonna do, we didn't do that. And I know, uh, and the only reason why I'm only reason why I'm adding this is because I know a lot of uh, couples that did do that. Right, I did it, and they and they worse off than what we were. Yeah, I mean they got married. I know couples that got married and was trying to get anonymous. I was like, wait, wait a minute, what anonymous? I think. Premarital counseling is all in what you put into it. People do it because most churches make you do it before you get married. Right. Um, you know, so I think people do it for that reason. I don't think they do it in depth. I, now, I think nowadays churches are doing longer programs, yeah. like longer sessions, I guess I should yeah. say, where you're really diving in. Right. Um, but I think normally you could probably go three, four weeks, yeah. you know, something like that, maybe six weeks at the most. I think the one that we could have did, I think it was six weeks. Yeah. So you're not really, what are you diving into in six weeks? You ain't. I mean, honestly, I feel like, I honestly, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I, I feel like, and this is just me. I mean, and I'm just putting it out there. Sure. I feel like if we would have went, we wouldn't have got married. I don't know. One day a week for six weeks? No. Nah, I don't cause, know. Cause, Cause I mean, I want to shout them out bad. I want to shout them <laughs> out, but all I'm gonna say is, I'm a member of First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. If you, if you, if you're a member of the church, or if you know the church, and you know the the two people that's in charge of the covers ministry, you know who I'm talking about. Not gonna put their names out there, <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. And he the type of dude where you know he putting it in your face. Okay. And like he not gonna let you slide. Okay. What's okay. really good, and when you bring it out, it, it, it when you when you allow yourself to open up to him, it allows him to help you. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. it was a lot of stuff that he told me, and this was after you know it was supposed to be couples, and she didn't come back. But I kept oh, going. Okay. I mean, it got to a point. Listen, it got to a point where it was me and her. We had our session. This was like our maybe our first or second session. You know, of course she was in her. You know, I'm crying mode, and he don't listen. This, that, and the third. <laughs> And I'm not going to say he was on her side, but, you know, as a man, you're going to not side with the woman, but you're going to listen to what yeah, she got to yeah. say. So, I mean, and when I say, like, you just said, you know, my voice, my statue, all that. He said something to me. And in my mind, I didn't care that I was in no church. So I stood up. I said, man, you're not going to keep talking to me like that. He was like, oh, what? I said, <laughs> oh, this going to turn into something different. And you're not going to keep talking to me like that. So we kind of went back and forth. He. He like put the Bible on my face and all that, and so I pushed the Bible. I said, "Man, I don't." I said, "Man, you don't intimidate me at all." I said, "And it seemed like you don't understand that every man that come in here, not able to deal with the same tactics." I said, "Cause you getting in my face right now, is doing something to me." Right. And if right. you don't get out of my face, right. it's gonna do something to you. And I remember, I remember this that they called the police because I was so loud. Wow. The door was closed, wow. but I was so loud, and I guess I was so, you know, yeah. whatever. He went to the door and told somebody, no, it's fine. They called the police. Wow. Right. They called the police. But I wanted him to know that the type of teaching that you're doing right now. It doesn't I, work for everybody. I, 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 it's not for me, Slim. I'm from Southeast. 
and and I I had a, I had a, I had to talk about um, PTSD and mental yeah. health and all that. Yeah. One of my triggers is loud talking. Okay. You can't loud talk me, Slim. Now, I'm not saying you can't loud talk me if you like really give me some real shit, but you can't loud talk me and get in my face because get what? You I, I know you're a minister, but get what? You might want to talk to me from over there. Because if you arms lift, I'm liable to do something, and I don't want to do that. So, wow. um, so it went down like that. But it seemed like I, I, you know, I went back by myself. He talked to me. He prayed with me, and it got to the point where he would see me in church, and he'd be like, "Man, look, I just want to let you know." Me and my wife praying for y'all. Wow. I was like, oh, all right. He'll see me again. What's right. up? You good? I'm like, good. Give me a hug. He hugged, dapped me up. All right. I got to go, but man, good seeing you. And it wasn't no long out drunk. Yeah. It was just showing me love. And, and 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 like I tell anybody, it's something about that church that if I wouldn't have been in that church, I, I don't know what would have happened to me. And I'm not saying that I'm holier than thou, but I felt like the teaching of, um, of, of Pastor Jenkins... And his leadership that trickles down to all his, you know, officials in his church is 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 real. I'm glad you said it's that because church really is a foundation, and I, everybody's not religious, and I get that, but it really is a foundation because look at the people you can find in church. You yeah. know, there's there's something about being around other couples who have healthy relationships and healthy does not mean that they're perfect let's be very clear healthy means that they know how to argue because arguing is a part of the relationship they, they call it intense fellowship there you go so intense fellowship that's what they call it we don't want you to call it arguing right. anymore we want you to call it intense fellowship so i mean because it's gonna right. happen it's gonna happen so it, to surround yourself <clears throat> with people like that you may not know in the moment what they're doing for you but the just you know how they say when you want to be successful, you surround yourself with successful people? That's the same way for your relationships. Right. You want to be in a healthy relationship, surround yourself with healthy relationships. Right. And not just people your age, but older people. Right. Um, younger people. I mean, just a whole array of different couples, different right. um, limbs of marriages, things like that, where they can give you tips. They can. It's just sometimes it's just having somebody to hear and, you. But and see, see and, and I was telling somebody else because when we first joined the church, right, it, it was like I wasn't as involved as she was. She, 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 I mean, we finally had found a church and she went, you know, yeah. head on. Oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go join this class. And I wasn't ready yet. Right. Oh, why you ain't doing this? And why you ain't join? You should. And I'm like, Shorty, I'm, I'm not, I'm not different. ready yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not ready. But then when I, you know, decided and I got ready, you know, I, 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 I remember somebody telling me that this is a big church. But the more you get involved, Absolutely. the smaller it get. So I, I start getting involved. I start doing prison ministry. I was doing MC, uh, MCC, Men Connected with Christ. Um, I started taking classes. I started doing a lot of stuff. So people, you know, that see me, not, not saying that they think I'm an asshole, because I can't be, but people just think I'm a flat-out asshole. And I'm not, because I feel right. like my past, where I came from, how I grew up, my backstory, if I decide to write a book, people will read this book and be like, damn. Right. For real? All that? Because I remember going to the jail and, 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 and coming out and telling some of the guys in the in the in the in the group, you know, my, my backstory and the facilitators for the church was in the room like this. Like for real? <laughs> I'm 
shit. <laughs> we didn't know. You, you but look how me? relatable you were to those people and look what you were able to bring them. Exactly. You know, because you were able to tell a story and then not just tell a story, but show the progress right. of that story. So, I mean, right. that that's amazing. But, but but I guess in my mind, why why are the statistics <laughs> so high? Like, what do we... What are we talking about statistically? I mean, you said you had some notes. What so are, I did. What are some of the statistics? I went looking we online when you when you text me I'm about take this. Me a shot because I know this is gonna surprise <laughs> me is, right here. Well, I don't think you're gonna be surprised. I, so I the, think I am. the APA, this is the American Psychological Association. Um, forty to fifty percent of married couples divorce. Uh, divorce is very 40%? common. Forty to fifty percent. Now, I do they give a time frame or they just flat out divorce? Um, they didn't give a time frame. I did find some statistics on black statistics, and but they went back to twenty sixteen, and theirs was twenty nine percent of um, black people never or get married, whereas forty eight percent of Americans get married. And 50% of black people never get married and 33% Ooh. of Americans never get married. Wow. So, I mean, we're, we're disproportionate when it comes to a lot of statistics. Um, but I think a lot of it just in divorce and why we get there, honestly, communication. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks they're communicating. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of love languages. Absolutely. I had to um, read it. That was one of the things we had to read. Right. So it's it's it's. And important. I found out what mine was, and when I found out, I was shocked. I was like, Wait "Look, a minute, I'm what? still trying to figure mine out because I don't read the book twice, and I'm like, yeah. I'm all over the place." Yeah. <laughs> but it's important to know because I figured out what my husband's is. So and, and so, with that being said, and we're gonna stick with the statistics sure. though. But what I found out for me was they um the way um one of the people at the church illustrated was, um let's say that you have a bank, mm-hmm. and let's say it's your love bank. And every time your your significant other does something for you, you depo- you, you make a deposit to that bank. Mm-hmm. If you had to go home right now and sit down and talk about the withdrawals and the deposits, what does she deposit most for you? And once you get all the deposits, then you look at, okay, what was this? What was this? How did this one make you feel? How did that one make you feel? And then that's kind of how you find your language. Okay. Because, you know, she can give you a hug or a kiss and you be like, oh, okay. But if she woke up in the morning and say, boo, come on, let's pray. That's a big one for you. You like, damn, she go walk up and pray. Right. Me. And so for me, I found out that mine was um, uh, words of affirmation. Okay. And physical touch. Okay. And okay. I think I got a third one, but I still haven't figured out the third one. But I know for a fact that words of affirmation for me right. is heavy because I felt like, you know, I have a drive. I have a real drive, but I feel like if I'm not um, motivated, then I'm kind of just, right. Right. I'm just kind of neutral. But since this happened, I felt like, you know, the little one, you know, when I see her, she's the drive. Right. You know, she's the force. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I've lost jobs. I've had issues with cars. I've had issues with getting back and forth to work. But it get to the point where I don't give a fuck what I need to do. By the time I get to her her school to see her face and her yelling daddy, it's, all that other shit is gone. And it's like, okay, how do we make tomorrow better than... Yes. And so when I started this show... One of my mantras was being better than you were yesterday. Okay. okay. Because you you can have a fucked up day. Right. You you ran a stop sign. You got a ticket. You cut somebody out in traffic. Okay. But tomorrow, are we going to do that same shit? Right. Because what they say, uh, insanity is doing the same shit over, over and over, over again. again. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my mantra. But um, the, the, the statistic of 50%, that's... Yeah. 
it, it it's high. It's high. Sheesh. Now that's that's Americans overall, all races, everything. So, Damn. um, but why, why, why are we so high? Because I can guarantee you that if I had went and looked for statistics in the nineteen sixties and nineteen seventies, they would not have been this high. Wow. I personally believe that. Um, and, and you know, dudes was cheating back in the day. Oh, dudes were what definitely the, cheating back in the, the day. Movie? What <laughs> was the movie? What was the movie with Denzel? Oh, um. Shit. Uh, hidden, not hidden fences. What was it? It was fences. Fences. Something fences. And, and, and when I watched that movie, I was like, "Now, nah, see, I needed to live back then." It wasn't. What was it? Oh my god! I think god. it was hidden fences. No, because I think I it think wasn't that was the fences. joke. Was the hidden fences? Oh, one. I think it was. Uh, it but was it something had like that. fences in it. Man, but I, I was like, man, why can't I live back then? But even still, though, his man. Was like, man, you got a good woman. Oh, it's just called Fences. Fences, okay. Yeah. He was like, why you want to treat her like that? You got a good right. woman, man. Right, But you know what? She didn't leave. And let's she look, knew. Let's but, look at and, it. And my thing was, she knew. <laughs> he brought the baby. To the house. the house. And she was like, bring the baby in here. I'm right. like, wait a minute, but what? Who, who doing that in 2019? Hell no. Nah. Who doing that in 2019? Man, what? <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It is some good women out here. That will raise differently, and I mean, I think that'd be a whole different. I think that'd be a whole different show because I did talk about in my relationship series last year mm-hmm. about the differences of the the two mates being raised. So right, one right. mate can be raised by a single family, Absolutely. the other mate can be raised by a two parent family, Absolutely. and they're not going to see eye to eye on a lot of stuff because just how they were raised. Absolutely, and so. I feel like that's another factor because again, she she had both parents. I didn't. I mean, I was yeah. You know, I had a relationship with both parents, but they both weren't there all the time. But my mother predominantly had to, you know, do whatever you know she needed to do. It definitely makes a difference. I look at my husband and I. My husband is African. Um, you you wouldn't know he was born here. Uh, he's not African. His parents are African, I should say. Um, he's very Maryland actually. Um, but how he was raised was very African right. versus I was raised in a black family. I, my, my dad's and my mom are from Pennsylvania. Right. They grew up kind of rough. Um, right. So it was just in my upbringing versus, now I'm a military brat. I mean, like okay. my dad was in the Air Force. I traveled my entire life. Okay. We have completely different life experiences right. that we are bringing to this marriage right. and they're not the same. Let's exactly. be very clear. I took my in-laws um, and let's hope my husband doesn't hear this. Uh, I took my in-laws down to a funeral recently and we were in the car. I was driving cause my father-in-law, his eyes aren't that great. Um, it was raining. So I was like, I'll drive. I'm driving. My father-in-law's in the front. My mother-in-law's in the back. We stopped at McDonald's to get some food and my mother-in-law wanted some jelly. McDonald's? Yeah. We stopped at McDonald's. I didn't really want to stop. They were like kind of forced I mean, me did, to stop. I, I know. I know. Trump. This is way before my bad. This is sad how that baba right. come up in every, every conversation, every, man. He ruined it last year. Clown, he man. God damn. So we stop. We get something quick because we still got some hours to go. Mm-hmm. We're parked because they're like, you know, park and eat, don't drive. Right. They're older, you know. Right, 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 right. And so I was like, okay. So she wanted some jelly. So I said, well, I'll go get you the jelly. And she was like, oh, okay. But my coat was in the back. So she never handed me my coat. So my father-in-law's just sitting there. And I'm looking at him like, what you doing? <laughs> like, get up. Get out the car. Go get her some jelly. Like, why do I have to offer to go get your wife some jelly? Like, that don't make no sense. But I called my friend immediately as soon as I got home from the funeral. And I said, oh, can I cut some hair? 
is okay. Yeah. Okay. I said, bitch. Let me tell you how I know he's just like his father. Ain't that how y'all talk anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah this, real, like... this is called real talk with the six Okay, man. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this nigga's just like his father. He's just like his father. Wow. His father sat in the car. You know who ended up going to get in jelly? His mother. And I was like, it's raining outside. Wow. And you didn't even make an effort to move. Like, you didn't make an effort to move. It's a lot of clowns out here. It did, he did, and I love my father and, 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 and they all different ages, though. And different cultures and all of yeah. that. And so I don't always understand the other culture. But to me, that that wouldn't have happened in my house. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we had a situation where I was sick. My father was visiting. And I asked my husband to throw me down a blanket. And so he literally threw the blanket. In front of my father. I didn't think anything of it, to be completely honest. But your father was like, what the fuck type <laughs> so, of vibe shit is this? He did. He, my dad looked at me, and I was like... What? Don't, just, don't worry about yeah. But your father was right. like, when his, when right. his bitch ass come downstairs, right. I'm going to say something to him. So, he got the game twisted. Right, so I'm laying on the couch. So I, my dad's getting ready to leave, and he you know, he kisses me goodbye, get better, love you. Yeah. He walks in the kitchen, and I hear him say... Yeah. When my daughter asks you to bring her blanket, yeah. don't you ever exactly. throw that blanket. That's, Next a grown, time, that's some grown man bring shit. Bring that blanket downstairs that's and you grown, lay it on it. That's some grown man <laughs> shit. But but that's but that's some of the stuff, you know, that's some of the stuff that I try to explain to, you know, some of the women when I had these talks. Cause I feel like this show is gonna expand right. beyond what people think. Because I feel like in my mind, like you just said the word not too long ago, personable. I feel like regardless if I don't agree with you or not, we still can right. have a conversation. Because I feel like it's a lot of dudes that don't know basic shit. That, yes. Basic shit. My husband didn't know he should be walking on the outside of the like, street. Come on, man. Like, even to this day, he, but he even, knows now. But with that being said, though, it's a lot of women who take that shit for granted, though. That's true. And think That's they true. deserve way more. Oh, That's true. Hold on, boo. That's true. And, and so my thing is, one of the things that I've, you know, the one of the things that I think I've, um, commending myself on is if somebody say one of the things that I like about being with you is because I know I ain't never got worried about being unprotected. Right. I know if I'm with you, ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. That's, that's a big deal. That's number one. That's a big security for a woman is a big deal. That's a big deal. I mean, you can bring. But a it's not. A, but it's not a big enough deal if you make more money though. You, because yeah. then it's like, oh, oh, what? I right, get out of my house. Give me my keys to my car. You Give me. Know, I've what? never said that. I have the never. Fuck? I make a point to never. Did you say mount that TV? Ah, right, you know what? And you know what? People say I'm petty. You know what? <laughs> it sounds petty. When shit, no, no, it no, already no, no. Sounds like you're about to be hey, petty. <laughs> when shit went south, I'm taking TVs off mounts. I'm putting <laughs> them on the floor. That sounds. I'm taking petty. the frame off. I'm putting it outside. <laughs> you figure out how to get that motherfucker right. back up there. Since I ain't. You know, I mean, uh, you know that, what I'm saying? That was petty, come but on. I understand. But I, I mean, understand. but at the end of the day, come on now. How you going to feed the dogs and not feed me? What is going on? You went to the grocery store. You went to the grocery store and got food for them. Wow. Bought food for you. Cooked it. Only cooked enough for you. And that was it. See. No problem. I, I don't think I have that in me. I'm cool with I don't that. I think I have that yeah, in me. Yeah, but I'm okay, though. Because, see, at the end of the day, that's a part of me that you don't know yet. You don't right. know that I used to scramble up chains to go to the curry out to eat. You don't know that about me. You right. don't know that I, you know, used to steal. I, you don't know certain things about me. Right. So, if when hard times come, I know how to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. You don't know that about me, though. But you think that you're hurting me. And you're not. Right. Because exactly. I've I, I, I been through some shit. Right. But that's the thing. You had a two-parent household. I didn't. 
So when my mother couldn't give us, we had to figure out out a way to get it. Right. Now, of course, when we start selling drugs, that's another story. But until story. we got to that point, <laughs> we had to do what the fuck we had to do. Right. But right. when you remixed it and put me back in that element, you you turned me into a dog that you never wanted to see. So when you start saying a side of me, you was like, what's wrong with you? Right. I ignore you. I ain't, I ain't listening to what the fuck you guys say. And the first time, and I ain't going to lie, the first time I was like, bitch, get the fuck out of my face. It was like, wow. what? Who are you talking to? I'm right. talking to you. Fuck you mean? You can come in here and disrespect me, talk to me all types of ways, and I'm supposed to keep biting my tongue? That's done. It's a problem. That's done. I said all the times that my friends was telling you, hey, look, man, you getting a nigga, he calm, he relaxed. <laughs> and then when you get a glimpse of the nigga they was telling you about, now it was a problem. <laughs> Now, oh, police, yes, he got in my face. That's what? not what she was used to. She, she was used to the Kevin that she met <laughs> when she met you, but at the which end was of the, a different Kevin. That's fine. But when I try to tell you my past, where right. I came from, right. what I've been through, you take it for granted. Homies pull you to the side, hey, woo, 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 oh, for real, you take it for granted. But then the first time you see it, you like, oh, When you feel pushed, shit. you know, she she pushed you to a point where you had to go back to that person you were. I mean, and it, it is unfortunate, but I think people do that a lot in marriages. If they push the other person to a point because you feel like, you know, and let me be very clear. I feel like both parties normally feel like they've sacrificed yeah. or they did this or they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think each party feels like I've bent enough. Mm-hmm. And so when you both get to that point, if you're not figuring out a way to work through that, then now you're both snapping. So she was snapping, and then you... When I mean, you, I was hurt. Yeah, when she you got was over hurt. it, you, well, not even when you... When you got enough of it, then you snapped. Yeah. You know? Well, so, I mean, yeah. it, it, it really is not just about how a person's raised, not just about their life experiences. It's, all, it's also about how you guys are going to grow together. Because yeah. people meet... In college, yeah. people me. I've been with my husband for ten years, something like that, almost. And we're different people. When I met him, when I tell you we were partying, oh my god, Kevin! Yeah, yeah. no, we party. did. We like, did that. When I met my husband, we were in the streets all the time. Yeah, I mean but, not all the time, but we. I well, mean, yeah. I mean when when I mean, and I, I'm the type not to cut you off, no, but I'm the type. Of, I'm, I'm the type of dude where. If you my number one, I need you to meet everybody that I know that I consider family outside of family. Sure. So the core group of niggas that I fuck with, you need to meet all of them. Right. And I felt like whether it was a cookout, a space party, just to come over, get together, whatever, you need to come through so you can meet everybody. Right. That's it. But when we go out, ain't I mean, I need you to understand a couple things. When we out, I need you not. I mean, because we had a situation, you know, I tell some people this story. <laughs> we had a situation at Outback. Uh-uh. You know, it was a nigga on the other side of the bar. He talking some dialing shit. We red skin fans. You know, they going back and forth. Um, we with um, her co-worker at the time and her friend. And kind of find out the co-worker grew up right up the street from me. Oh, wow. So she know me and my brother. <laughs> so she know how we get right. that. So she, at the, end, at the end of the day, when she saw I got quiet, she kept looking at my ex-wife, looking at her like, Stop talking to this nigga. Right. My, my ex was a little tipsy, you know, kept talking to the nigga, kept talking to the nigga. And so the nigga was saying the word bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, and, and I mean, in so many words, I keep looking at her though, like. Stop. Engage. Are you talking to yeah. this nigga? 
and, and I even asked her, I remember me, I remember specifically me asking her. She looked at me, she was like, what? I was like, do you know him? She was <laughs> like, no. I was like, so what the, f- Yeah. Why? what are you doing? And I, I didn't feel like I had to explain that you about to put me in it, because you about to put me in a situation, because I'm going to crack this nigga. Right, right. Bitch, I was like, man, man. All that that ain't that ain't necessary, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? Oh God! You said what? And Eric, I, 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 I don't I ain't mean to put her. Well, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember her friend was like, "Come on, y'all, let's go." She was like, "You alright?" I said, yeah, "I'm alright." But he kept going though. He kept going. It's something about you, Southeast dude. He kept, but but he kept going though. I know. But so in my mind, I'm like, you know what? You know, we gonna we we gonna get up out of here. Leave. We gonna get up out, but we didn't. You know, it wasn't quick enough. Nah, <laughs> nah, because we oh, got action. Here, take here. Oh, no, these no. the keys to the car. Yeah, no, take, take them. No. Yeah, take them. Yeah, take them. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a Billy Jean this nigga real quick. Oh my god. And then we get home, we are gonna have a conversation because I feel like at the you end of the day, you don't know this nigga. Right. Why the fuck is you talking to this nigga and now he disrespecting you talking about bitch? What type of man do I look like to let this exactly. nigga call you a bitch and exactly. you my motherfucking girl? What the fuck? Hey, cuz, yeah, let me holler at you. Oh, holler at who? Nigga, let me, nigga, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. And I tell niggas all the time, don't let this face fool you, Slim. I know Billy D got the smooth taste, <laughs> but my motherfucking bite is way louder than what the f- nigga. So I feel like at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the stuff that niggas bring to the table, you know, women don't you know, give enough attention to versus, because I, I, I was online the other day and I was like, I watched this video and it was three scenarios. Yeah, explain this Give to me, me please. I'm crossing Give my arms. Please out. explain so this So I was watching this video <laughs> and it was like, you know, can women, mm-hmm. can women mm-hmm. turn good men into dogs? Oh. Oof, that's a good question. See? That's a good question. You cross your legs with that. You read me. You like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Right? So it was three scenarios. Okay. The first scenario, to, to get to the point, the first scenario was a dude came home, his wife was having sex with somebody in their bed. Well, well, I'm sorry, in his bed, Oof. at his house. Oof. Second scenario was yeah. a dude was like, you want something to eat? She was like, yeah. He said, you want Italian? He, she was like, yeah. He went in the uh, kitchen, microwaved some shit up, got some wine. She was like, I don't want to go out to eat. You broke and left. Oh. Third nigga, he took her to the park. They was at the park. He was trying to do something nice for her, but it was another couple in the distance, and the nigga was all thugged out. I told you I ain't want to be here. Do, 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 do. And his girl was looking at the dude like, mm, see, that's what I need. I need a thug like that. That's not what you got. So it's almost like... <laughs> It's almost like you can't see the benefit of right. what you got because right. you so focused on some other shit. I, I agree. You know what? I will agree with that. I do, you so I, focused on I some other shit. I don't think it's just a female thing, though. No, 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 no. I, I don't think it's just... No, no. But I, I mean, agree. it just happened to be... Yes. I do agree that sometimes... No, a lot of times, people, when you get in these relationships and a person isn't living up to your expectations, you start seeing other people who you think, you know how they say the grass isn't always greener. So you looking at this green grass on the other side or the grass that appears to be green and you're wishing that you're with that person, but then when you get to the other side and you realize their grass is fucked up too and it's just brown as shit. And then you looking like, well, maybe that person's grass wasn't that green. So I think we all do that in general. And I will say I've had some moments 
Uh, right. But I, I try to bring myself back to reality. The reality is everybody has good qualities. Everybody has bad qualities. Right. Everybody's got some bullshit you got to deal with. Right. It's just a matter of whose bullshit you're going to deal and with. And what you're going to deal exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't trying to deal with nobody. But I bullshit. think all of this goes back to expectations. You and your expectations as a man mm-hmm. and what you expect. A, one, not just what you expect your wife to do. Mm-hmm. Not just what you expect a female to do, mm-hmm. but also what you expect the marriage to be like. Right. Because everybody has different expectations. My husband expected our marriage to be like the fucking Cosby show. And he told me this after we were married. And I was like, yep, the only thing I got is the Claire Huxable was an attorney. Other than that, I don't really like to cook. I can cook, but I'm, I'm not a big cooker unless I have to. Um, and I keep a house clean, but I'm not really like a... So a wife, wife. So I got two sisters, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I got two sisters, <clears throat> and so my oldest sister called me one day because she is still, um, she's uh, a godmother of of my daughter. Mm-hmm. So she still talked to my ex and still involved okay. and all that. But she told me something one day, and I mean she's younger than me, so it hit me because she's younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying she's young, but she got two sons. Right. She married, so she she hip. So she said something to me one day. She said that. What you got to realize is, I understand that a marriage got to be 100%. I said, yeah, you know, uh, and I'm, 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 yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Well, she said, no, 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 you're not listening to me. She said that if I wake up one morning, and she said, I'm just using myself as right. an example. She said, if I wake up one morning and I'm 40%, my and husband got to be the 60%. Yes, yes. If he wake up one morning, he 30%. Right. I got to be the 70%. Right. She said, that's what y'all missing. That's y'all true. missing the fact that if one person is falling short that morning, that the other person got to pick up that right. slack. And y'all both not willing to, to pick, pick up, up that slack. other percentage. Oh, that's all the She time. said, that's where y'all fucked up. And when I hung up the phone with her, I went and smoked. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you, I went and smoked two J's <laughs> and took like a couple shots. Uh-huh. And it took me until I got... You know, do the damn the whole day when it hit me, I was like, "Dang!" Right? She's absolutely right. She is like a hundred percent correct. Absolutely. Because I remember, remember, remember the um the song with um with my man Teddy P and uh, Earl Melvin the Blue Nose, and he was like, you know, relationship is a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, hundred percent. But she was like, it is. It is. But it, it is. don't mean it's gonna be fifty fifty. But can I just say to that, I think back in the day, people realized that they had to pick up slack and they did it without animosity. Right. I think now. Without, oh, I, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. I, I yeah. find myself doing the it. Fuck? So nowadays I feel like we pick up, sometimes we'll pick up the slack, men or fe- male or female. Um, but or you feel a certain type yeah, of way about but it. But you hold it against the exactly. person. Exactly. So now, now I'm pissed at you. Right. And now I'm putting that in my mental Rodex that, so, you know what? And so the next time we have a conversation, <laughs> right. it's coming out. <laughs> oh, but remember when I, you were right. like, I am from Remember real? when you did and da 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 oh da to, You know, and, and you're, and honestly, I think nowadays people are keeping tally. Because I, ha- I have to correct myself on a regular basis because I try not to keep tally on how many times I have to come home. Little shit. Listen, I y'all. I wash the fucking dishes. The listen, other day. <laughs> listen. She is a lawyer licensed. <laughs> so what I'm telling y'all is this shit is real. It's real. It can happen to anybody. I don't give a fuck. Y'all Everybody. keep Y'all keep watching TV, keep watching Stage 5 or whatever these shows <laughs> right. is. Shit is real out here. You think famous people that got money and got butlers still don't go do right. oh, God. bullshit? Why you ain't put gas in the car? Exactly. What? 
Well, I, rich people have it sometimes even worse. Hell um, yeah. You know, I, I can't give you a lot of detail. Um, I can't. I know a couple motherfuckers that got bread. I know. And I be listening to them. I be looking at them like, what? Right. Shit. It, let us move in y'all situation and y'all gonna move in our situation. And, and their divorces are harder. Their divorces are harder. Hell yeah, because they want that money. What's right. my man? Bezo? Oh yeah. Amazon? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. She my God, the, I wish. She I bought wish. the crap. Like, they was like, no oh. prenup? I, look, I was I was in the bed sleep. <laughs> I was in the bed sleep and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, nigga! <laughs> exactly. No prenup? Exactly. You about to get burnt up. Oh my God. She about to be rich forever. And then they, they don't have a concept of spending money. Like, so when people get attorneys for divorces and stuff, you know, people who don't have money, they, they don't want to pay a whole lot for an attorney, right? right? Attorneys go for $300 an hour. Right. Um, so at the least. Right. So I can tell you just recently, there was a client that, it wasn't my case, unfortunately. Right. Um, but at the place I'm working at, there was a client, they have money. $60,000 in attorney's fees. And I mean, when I tell you, I was I was mad she was wasting money. I was sitting in the office like, why is she here today? Why is she wasting money? Because she was just coming to the office because she didn't understand how to do something. Or or like they asked her to do stuff, like help help out. Like um, we're going to, we're about to go to a hearing. Put your expenses in a spreadsheet. She came to the office to do that. Do you know they're charging you? And it was two attorneys. Right. So one's charging you $400 an hour and one's charging you $300 an hour. Right. Please. Please tell me. And she didn't care. Right. Sitting up here like, do, 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 da, 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 da. I mean, I was mad at, at how much money she was spending. Right. So I know we're probably getting to no, close our time. Cool. Cool. I did want to talk a little bit about... Um, we got a little bit. We got both family. Okay. Just just. Real brief about divorces in Maryland and like just some some things, some facts. There are there's an absolute divorce, there's a limited divorce. Limited divorce, um, most of the time is if you haven't been separated for twelve months. Um, just recently, one thing that's really important for people to know, just recently, um, October of this year, they passed the law. Well, they passed the first one where if you didn't have kids and you had a separation agreement mm -hmm. that you could um, get a divorce without the 12 months. Okay. They've now passed it where if you have kids, you can you can also get a divorce without doing the 12 month separation as long as you have a separation agreement. OK, um, that's very important. That's a big deal. Uh, it, it, it's scary because it makes divorce easier. But um, it makes divorce easier for right. people who can't afford to maybe live apart for that long. You know, financially, they just can't afford to do it. Right. Um, there are two grounds. I said there's a limited divorce. The absolute divorce isn't you're done. The limited divorce is like it's almost like a legal separation. We don't call it that in Maryland, but that's basically what it is. Um, but you're still married and you can still um, be caught, caught doing adultery. Um, mm. Yes. Absolute divorce. It's final. When you get that order, people forget that after the judge says it in court doesn't mean that you're actually divorced. You're not divorced until you actually get the final order in the mail. Um, mm. You can go online to Ooh. Maryland's people. I think it's people, Maryland people, something like that. There, Maryland has a lot of programs for people who can't afford an attorney um, to help you walk you through the process, not just with divorces, but with other legal issues also. Right. Um, cause there's different fault grounds. Adultery for one is a fault. Whereas, um, the mutual consent, there's no fault. Mm. 
-hmm. that can play into your alimony that can play into things like that so just keep those in mind um if if somebody cheats on if your husband cheats on your wife cheats on you and you forgive them and you you let them back in it's like you're starting over you can't then say oh well they committed adultery no 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 you forgave them (laughs) so it's starting over people don't realize that people want to go back five years ago (laughs) no 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 (laughs) you can't do that Um, so i'm just trying to think of some things that i'm always dealing with really quick maybe we'll have another another thing to actually talk about the grounds of divorce and things like that but if you if you're looking for some legal help you can always reach out to me is this okay can i put myself um gina harbison at gmail j-e-a-n-a-h-a-r-b-i-s-o-n at gmail um i don't have a website or anything like that but um Give me a call. I do divorces. I did Kevin's. I think he can vouch for me. All you got to do is hit me up. <laughs> if you hit me up, we, we, we fly you in first class. So, but we just you. We just ain't doing no money. We got to have I mean, some money. Yeah, no, you got to pay. Look, I am willing to even work with you. Got to have some money, though. <laughs> but you got to pay something. I, I sent a homie to her and hey, he had no money. Hey, she was, she was, she good was, guy, though. Good was, guy. She was, she was crazy. <laughs> but I got another homie, though, that you work with, man. And he, I heard he getting, you heard he getting railroaded a little bit. Um, that that I worked with. Yeah. Um, that's getting railroaded. Yeah, I mean not. I mean you're not working with him now. Oh. In the beginning. Oh. And then you know money was funny. He went and got some IOs, and now he getting railroaded. Oh really? Yeah. So he called uh, me. He was like, "Man, you still talking to your people?" I was uh, like, "I was like, yeah." I okay. said, "But I, yes, you yeah. need some money though." Well, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, you know, it, it ain't hey. like you gonna get the type of help that you looking for. I mean, right. Come on, Look, I'm re- I am reasonable. Yeah, so, on, man. um, and I, I, I really do. I will work with you because I've had so many situations. My brother was in a situation with custody with his son and his baby mama. So I gravitate to the males in the relationship because the law isn't always made for you. Right. Um, and I, 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 I like to make sure that you're still getting your rights and you're still you're seeing your kids and you're not being screwed in court. Right. Um, but I, I take all clients. Right. So. I mean, listen, I mean, bottom line is, y'all, it's serious out here. And, and we got to figure out, I mean, if we, I mean, if we going to be together, we going to be together. But if we not going to be together, then let's, let's not be together, but let's not be together in a civil way. Because I feel like if we do it uncivilized, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no need for that, especially if we got kids, especially if we got kids. Especially if we got kids. So I feel like if we're going to be together, let's try to make it work. I mean, outside of the expectations and all the stuff that we don't talk about, let's talk about it. Because I feel like at the end of the day, if, if we go to court, once the judge start asking questions and the lawyers start talking, it's a wrap. Can I just say, let go of your resentment. Remember what's really important to you and ask yourself, is it really worth your peace of mind and your money? Wow. That's, say it again. Is it really worth your peace of mind and your money? Um, remember that what's really important to you and let go of the resentment. Did y'all hear that? Y'all better start playing, man. Y'all better start playing and 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 love on each other. Because if not, you will be broke either way. <laughs> right. For real. Divorce is real. The statistic is real. Numbers don't lie. And it's real out here. So if y'all want to hit, if, if y'all need help, hit me up. If not, let me know. But yeah, divorce is real, man. It's the six, man. I love y'all. Y'all know I do, man. Be be easy out here. Love each other, man. Stop playing, man.